0: As we say goodbye to Gestober, it's time to settle into the dark season in France.
1: And it's only getting darker, as businesses have been instructed to turn off their lights at night.
0: Also on Chapter 42, another disastrous move from Canada. This is Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic.
1: Well, we survived Gestober. Yes, we did. Three sets of, of guests in one month. I think we've evaluated that it was a lot of fun, but moving ahead, yeah. we probably want to keep it to a maximum of two sets of guests. Yeah, just
0: just and, and it's not that it was uh you know, overly exhausting or anything. It's just that uh we we need time to sort of regroup. It's now I know what it's like to run a bed and
1: breakfast? Oh and my I, goodness, the sheets, the towels, the food. The, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. And I mean, can you imagine doing that? So people come on one night, you know, for a bed and breakfast or whatever, which is common. So very common. You got to do it every day. I I can't imagine making a living that way. But when when it's when it's guests and when it's fun <laughs> and you're playing cards and joking and ripping one another. Um, as as my buddies like to do with me, I'm telling you, it was just fantastic. <laughs> lots I mean, of
1: laughs, lots of good food, oh. a little bit of wine. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we just had we just had a really really good good time. I mean,
0: we we had an outstanding time with all three couples that came here. I mean, it was just lights out, so much fun, and uh, I'm left with <laughs> for some reason, and you'll remember this. But I'm left with one moment that just can, breaks me up because I really screwed this up, and. Uh, <laughs> oh, go on. Well, we. <laughs> it's when we were coming back from Caor with uh-huh. John and Stacy. So we went there for a wine tasting. And yeah. Bought the wine, uh-huh. and then we went to that nice little restaurant, uh-huh. Le Caillou. Caillou. Caillou, whatever, and we're coming back, and we're just uh, through uh, Marocs. Marouks. Marouks, and uh, <laughs> there was a guy right on my ass, <laughs> which I hate. And it's not, and you know what? It's not very congested here. It's very calm. But all of a sudden, you know, I'm doing the regular speed <laughs> limit of eighty, and there's a guy like right on my ass. Well, now, I, re- I remember this. Now, normally, I, you know, I'm just going to pull over and let him go. But i was just pissed, and so I just thought, oh, I can, I can, I can outmaneuver this guy. And but I'm kind of forgetting that I have three other people in the car,
1: <laughs> and and we're white knuckling it. Like it's like what?
0: I look back and Stacy's like ragdolling in the in the back seat, and we're just leaning and back and forth. And the guy still. And the, the comment of guest over was John, and it was just under his breath, like he didn't even say it loud. But as we're weaving around the last corner, he just kind of said. I can't even do it. He just kind of said, well, I don't know if this is necessary. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. And that's when I realized, okay there, uh, Mario, you can tone her down a little bit. And and then Stacey said that she almost hurled.
1: Oh yeah, no, when, you were you were you were possessed. It was,
0: it was ridiculous.
1: But you but you get that way when you've got people on on. I your,
0: hate tailgaters. Yeah. What's the advantage of that? And you know, b- back in Toronto on the four hundred one, I used to you know you're you're doing seventy or something because of traffic, and there's a guy right there. Like wh- wh- when is he saving any time by being right there? Well, I
1: don't know, but a- accidents happen all the time because of that. Yeah, you're exactly. too close to someone. They put on the binders or the yeah. brakes, and boom.
0: Yeah. So that's my, I mean, there were many takeaways from from guest over. I mean, it was just great, you know, just seeing Dan, you know, do his Dan thing, roaming around, looking up, which is what he does, you know, and taking his his photos. And I can't wait to see some of them because he's got a great eye. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, poor Howard arriving with uh, what ended up being COVID. Uh, (laughs) Just thought I'd throw that in there. Uh, we're, Um, We're feeling fine. Yeah. yeah, we're feeling fine, Howard. Don't worry about it. Uh, he he was he was really he called me afterwards and he was "Are you guys okay?" Because he was really concerned. But I I think we'd be out of the woods by now, wouldn't you?
1: I, I think so. Yeah. And he suggested that I I burn the sheets. So. <sighs>
0: It's too late now. I've already slept in them. I mean, they've been cleaned, obviously. Uh, But um, anyway, it was a great, great uh, holiday. Great to see reconnect with Randy, Howard's ex-wife. We used to just uh, hang all the time, the four of us. You know
1: what I love about her is that she just, she's, as I've mentioned, she's unique, but she hasn't changed over all these years. No, no. She's she's. Authentic.
0: Yep, she really is. She's the real deal and a joy to be around and extremely funny. I mean, just and and, and that's the nice thing about Howard and Randy's r- current relationship is they continue to make each other laugh. So a, a little trip like this, a week, 10 days, they had a great time in Paris and they were there for about four days mm-hmm. and they just did it all, walked together, had a great time, laughed. So, I mean, it, it works on that level. And I, I just find that wonderful. I really do.
1: Uh, me too. Me yeah. too. So we are blessed to have such good friends, and we're so thankful that they were able to come and join us. And, yes, and they're more than welcome anytime.
0: So we are t- we are taking reservations for 2023. Remember, two uh, two couples per month. That's the maximum. Now we have we have are
1: two sets of people.
0: Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Two sets of people. Yeah, that's that's right. But we already have uh, commitments for uh, June, mm-hmm. the end of June. And the beginning of July, so you know, send in your requests <laughs> because you know time is of the essence.
1: Yes, but I'm glad we have November mm-hmm. to just relax. Yeah, because I know you're a little bit peopled out and just well, wants to. You just want to get into your workshop and, and kind of that's it. Focus on that. Because I'm building these some shu- alone time.
0: Well, and here's the funny thing: I'm building these shutters, and I started in late September, just before everybody got here and then i had to take a month off and sure enough i go in there and screw up a bunch of things i didn't you know it's all fixable and everything but you just kind of get out it's it's like an assembly line you know when you're building something like that this has to be cut and then this has to be edged and then this has to be sanded and everything's in order and if you if you, if you get out of whack you you make mistakes but and
1: now you can blame it on your guests
0: or you me yeah well yeah. no, cuz the guests are gone
1: oh.
0: if i make any mistakes further it it'll would, be my
1: fault oh sure I'll figure a way. I don't think so. (laughs) I do not think so. Uh,
0: But anyway, no, I'm I'm anxious to get back in there and get that uh, project finished because I know you have so many more for me. (laughs)
1: Yes, I do. Priorities.
0: Hey, before Howard and Randy uh, arrived, we we went to the newcomer's party. I don't know. Have we even had a chance to talk about that?
1: Well, I think we were talking about the fact that we were going to to attend the newcomer's party that was being uh, put on by the mayor. Right of our 2,400-person commune. Uh-huh. And we didn't know if we were going to be the only ones that show, show up. Um,
0: but then then we thought, well, wait a minute. This is the first one in, I think, two or maybe even three years.
1: Three, yeah, it was three years. Cause the first one was not held because there was an election. Then the, the, previ- the previous two years have been n- no-goes because of the pandemic. Right. So this was the first time, and we we saw a lot of people there were at least 50 don't you think oh
0: i think so i would say at least 50 and you know from all walks of life and and we ended up meeting a a couple from the party, but we didn't meet them at the party. That was funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: that was. That we, was.
0: We went out for dinner afterwards and uh, a couple that we recognized at the party were sitting kind of next to us and we ended up uh, chit-chatting away and then we just moved over and...
1: We, we had sp- dinner with them. We had
0: dinner with them. That was kind of cool. That is
1: Jeff, Jeff Lumby, the social butterfly. Oh my
0: goodness. It's got to <laughs> end. I mean, it's just... I, 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 I'm, I'm like 180 degrees from when I left Canada in that department.
1: Well, I, I think you're more you're more relaxed your driving isn't more relaxed no, but, but you are more relaxed but i
0: you know what i my drive don't worry my driving is completely uh under control it's when i park that i get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, it was it was nice for the the you know the community to, to organize this mm-hmm. this uh, evening. Yeah, and, and they had
0: little crudites and
1: yeah, little pizzas. Oh, and, and they even
0: had rosé wine. They
1: did, yeah. and they yep. Yeah, so it it was I think it was very successful, and we walked away with a bunch of uh, brochures and did, information about about the town
0: did you get anything because obviously they're going way too fast for me when they're when they're doing their speeches did you get anything out of the the speeches i had to actually the room was so crowded i had to actually go outside it was too claustrophobic for me i i I, was you know what i mean
1: yeah i mean they they introduced people that were on the the committee um they talked about some of the projects that they have accomplished and some of the projects that are planned for 2023 oh i see and yeah, it was mo- it was more information based. Mm-hmm. They talk about um, this uh, uh, France organization that is in um, the village, where you can go and get help filling out forms for driver's license and passports oh. and all oh. that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> Which
0: we'd have known that two years
1: ago. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't open two years ago. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. um, so you know what? Uh, it, it it was very lovely, and uh, we saw kids. Um, so n- the new people that are moving into the community uh, are, are somewhat younger, and that was very refreshing.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's an older community. There's
1: no doubt about that.
0: <laughs> it's very old here, and I think our, our even our friends t- uh, took note of that.
1: Yeah. Well, when when we're the youngest ones yeah. on the block, <laughs> or in the restaurant. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. So it was it was uh, it was great, and it was nice that the uh, mayor greeted everyone. I thought that was a nice, classy act. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we, we take from there what we can, and uh, it was much appreciated. Uh, it, it did give us a, a sense of belonging, absolutely, to the community.
1: It did. It did. Now. It's a good thing to do.
0: On the downside, and I will uh, post a picture on the Facebook page of me standing next to the pool for the final time.
1: Oh, way.
0: Yeah. We, uh, I, di- I did take a dip, though. I did take a dip. Was it, yes, two days ago?
1: Two days ago, yeah.
0: Yeah. The last dip of the year and then turned off the uh chauffage, the heat. But uh yeah, we, we closed the pool officially now and that's gonna be it till I guess April. April yeah. probably.
1: Yeah. But you know, the interesting thing is we don't have to drain the pool.
0: That's right. It's a very different ball game here than in Canada. Every you know, in, in Canada you, you gotta spend however much it costs to fill a pool every year. That's a lot of like here, I think our pool would be I don't know in the area of 400 euros something like that 4 to 600 euros uh to fill the pool which is why we have plastic glasses all around the pool.
1: Right, we don't want any damage on the liner.
0: Well, it's not only that. You break a glass around the pool and you're draining it, cleaning out the glass and yeah. filling the pool up. Right. But yeah, you're right. We don't have to do that.
1: Yeah, so it's it's not as big a deal. It's just it's just a little sad. It's a sign that that you know winter is coming. mm
0: mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, and the other sign is the, uh, oh man, the time change.
1: So why can't you know?
0: First of all, I hate time changes. I don't believe in them. I'm from Saskatchewan. We've never done a time change in Saskatchewan. Don't need to. It's ridiculous, and yet they keep doing it, and they keep doing it at different times. So France's time change is
1: the last Sunday of it's,
0: October. It's the, it's two weeks. Prior to the Canadian time change, which I believe is this coming weekend.
1: Yes, I believe so.
0: November fifth or sixth. Yeah, or Saturday
1: something. night into Sunday morning.
0: Yeah. All right. So, you know, we had—I had a very important uh, Zoom call, which I'll tell you about later in the podcast uh, yesterday. And so, and I've got—I've got a call with Howard today. Okay. So it's—I'm just going to do this because I—we got screwed up mm, yesterday. Yep. We thought it was a seven-hour difference, and it was a five-hour
1: yeah. difference. Yeah. So typically, it's six. But we went the other way. We thought it was now seven hours, and it's the complete opposite.
0: Okay, so in Toronto right now, doing this podcast at uh, 9 o'clock our time, in Toronto, it's 4. It is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay. So looking at the clock now, doing my math, 9 months. Why did I think it was the other way? Why did I think it was seven? You know,
1: I think I think it was because we had a call with um uh, someone in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan.
0: Oh yeah, and Barry. they've
1: there they don't change the time, so it was seven hours.
0: Oh, it was seven hours to there
1: on that call. Uh-huh. And then I think we just I don't okay. know. We really weren't thinking, but uh, you know, you're not the only one who doesn't like this. In in Europe, they actually tried. To either go with wintertime or summertime. Back in 2018, they did this massive su- study. Like five million people were interviewed. 84 did want did not want the time change. Right. And
0: but yet it's still here. Well, Why? So
1: so what happened is no one could agree on whether they wanted the summer hours <laughs> or the winter hours. And then the <laughs> pandemic hit and Brexit. So so here we are, 2022, and we still have a time change.
0: Oh, that is rich.
1: Yeah, and you know they say it, it has tons of negative impact, like on your health. You, it disrupts your sleep. I know it does mine. I'm getting up at five.
0: Look at our poor dogs. They don't know when they're getting fed. Yep, because that changed, and yep. they are. And, and if you're a dog owner, you know that your dog knows exactly when it's time to be fed.
1: You bet. And there, there are more traffic uh, accidents, um, more injuries. Uh, you, you, there's not really a significant amount of of energy savings. No,
0: I, that, that's the, and that was the impetus. The impetus was the impact on energy, and they thought, oh, I see. If we get, if we try and stretch the daylight out, people won't need to turn their lights on so soon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, in France, all they do is just tell everybody, you know, you can't turn your lights on. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but did did you know that there's there it, the Senate has passed a bill? Which Senate? The U.S. Senate okay. has passed a bill, sorry, um, making it daylight savings time starting in November of 2023.
0: Oh, period, and that's it. That's it. Okay. Now
1: it it still has to go through layers of approval before this can happen, but they're talking about that in the in the U.S.
0: Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's and to your first point, it's just it's off putting. The fact that you have to remember and then all of the crap that happens on the Sunday, you know, like I'll I'll never forget, like just band practice was always on Sundays, you know, in Rockwood. And some guys would show up. Oh, I thought it was the I thought I forgot about the time, you know, like it's just really...
1: Uh, yeah, and so many clocks don't change automatically.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: They so have to go around. Yeah, it's, it's not, just it's not worth it. The oven clock, the it's na-na-na.
0: Just, just make it over. Yeah. It's just stupid. And you know what? Uh, we're also in the midst of restaurants changing their hours here because uh, we're getting into sort of the 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 winter mode. Some restaurants close completely, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Restaurant doors like, really it's, it's from Easter to Maybe end of October.
0: Yeah, and this year being uh, probably a good exception of that because the weather was so awesome in October. But um, there are some restaurants. We went to Bombacule yesterday, and so what are their new hours
1: now? Well, last winter, they were closed. Oh. So now they're advertising, we're open this winter, we're open this winter, which is great because it's a lovely place. The food is really...
0: Oh, yeah. Really good. It was really good yesterday, like one of the best meals I've had in a long time.
1: And so I believe they're open for lunch Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Uh and open for dinner Friday and Saturday.
0: And when we went there, they brought a menu, but it was basically a menu du jour with two choices on entree, two choices on your main, and two choices for dessert. That was it. Now... It, it it ended up being, like, I wanted both mains, mm-hmm. uh, and had it been any other kind of fish, I would have gone with the pork, because mm-hmm. that looked really good, but they were featuring perch, mm. which is, to, like... Really that,
1: well done with a light lemon and...
0: Perch and walleye are my two favorite fishes in the world, still to this date, and they're you know, from back in the prairie days up north, and yeah. you know, catching perch and walleye.
1: Yeah, but you know, that's I think that's how you make a living. Mm-hmm. You know, during a slower season, is you have a limited amount of items that you yep. prepare.
0: That's right, and, and you're not throwing out any food. That's right, and yeah. so and and I think I think people would rather have a small choice than no choice, right, with the restaurant being closed. Yep. So uh, yeah. You know,
1: so we still have choices. We still have places to go. We just have to pay special attention to the new the new winter hours.
0: And it's funny. Uh, it's very rare that restaurants have up to date websites if they have a website at all. It's not a big deal here. Websites, two things that aren't a big deal here: websites and uh, video on real estate listings.
1: Well, real estate listings are a whole other kettle of fish. I mean the. When you sell a property in Canada, like we just did recently, it was staged. Like, you know, yeah. the, it, it, the, the dishes were done, the, the ironing board was put away, <laughs> dirty laundry was put away. Like, like you, you know. Can, you can actually
0: see, yeah. if you look on a French real estate website and just just file through, mm-hmm. you will see dishes in the sink. You will see ironing boards and clothes in baskets. Yeah,
1: and like toilet seats up and like just, just – <laughs> it's, it's just like things that you – in North America, you're very conscious of when you're selling a property. No kidding. It doesn't seem to be that important here. And the photographs rarely represent the property um, accurately.
0: No, it's true.
1: So um, this does bring me to the French phrase of the day. Oh. But exception. Okay. This is a, a quotation mm-hmm. from a Canadian.
0: Ah, so did it have its origins in French or English?
1: I believe, in English, because his name is Robert Hollier.
0: Are you sure it couldn't be Robert Hollier?
1: It, it, <laughs> it could, it could be. Alors. It could be. Um, but I just stumbled on this, and I thought it was really appropriate, you know, combining, combining our, our friends that visited okay. and winter. Oh. Okay? Okay. So, here you go. Le Canada.
0: Oh, I got that part.
1: <laughs> a deux saisons.
0: Mm-hmm. L'hiver Oui
1: Et le mois de juillet <laughs>
0: <laughs> Got the entire thing Go for it Yes Go for it uh, Maybe just, just say it one more time Okay le, Can- if-
1: le Canada a deux saisons L'hiver Et le mois de juillet
0: Canada has two seasons <laughs> in Winter And the month of July That's very <laughs> funny Very funny <laughs> <laughs> well that's pretty like true. That. <laughs> and, and and you know, going back to our pool closure, like our pool is open from April through October. So April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Seven months of the year that pool's open. Mm-hmm. Not in Canada. Not a chance.
1: No. No. Nowhere. No, so we're, we're, we're lucky that way.
0: Yeah, we are lucky that and, way. <laughs> it's a very good French phrase of the day. <laughs>
1: yeah, I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> so November, is, is there's so many things going on. Like, end of October is Halloween, and we should talk a little bit about Halloween here well, in France.
0: Well, first of all, we haven't handed out candy for years. Well. You know, so we were in, uh, when we were in Rockwood, <laughs> our laneway was an, a kilometre. Off the road, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our laneway was a kilometer off the road. So if a kid ever made it up our laneway, he's going back down with like a bottle of bourbon and a <laughs> cord of wood because
1: <laughs>
0: there's there's no candy coming his way. No. Yeah,
1: yeah uh, we, no. So, and, and it's the same here. We, li- we li- literally live in the middle of...
0: Our gates are fairly close to the road, but the road only has about three houses on it for... Over four, four or five kilometers. So, yeah.
1: so n- no. But in any case, trick or treating is not a thing here. Oh, it's not. No. L- l- last time I was at the store um, prior to Halloween, there was a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of costuming mm-hmm. in some, in one of the bigger stores. Yeah, but,
0: but I've seen a lot of houses. They dress up the houses here a lot. But...
1: You, you say a lot. Oh, I've no. seen some... one.
0: Oh, I've seen more than one house all really? dressed up with cobwebs and all that crap. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And-
1: well, it, it's starting to get some traction, but Halloween is North American. It's the U.S. and Canada. Okay. And so the the French kind of, mm, you know. Poo-poo it? They kind of poo-poo it. They think it's a l- little commercial um, you know, not not necessarily something that they want to get into, especially that the following day is All Saints Day.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't quite. What what is the? That's a weird premise. It's like you go from evil to yeah. Like, you're a well.
1: goblin on the thirty first, and, and then you're a saint yeah. on the, on November first. And November first, everything is closed. Oh, like, it it's, sure is. It's a very serious holiday here yeah. in France. Mm-hmm. So you know, if the, if they do dress up. Um, they like to dress up in very ghoulish kind of costumes, like not cute, not pretty, mm-hmm. but devils and, and, you know, skeletons and all that kind of stuff.
0: It's funny you should say that. I saw a meme on, <laughs> on Facebook the other day, and it was like uh, Halloween in Edmonton. And it showed, you know, hey, a ghost, a goblin, people dressed up, but they were all covered with parkas. <laughs> and, and, and at the bottom it said, Edmonton. Where Halloween costumes go to die. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if there were trick or treaters, they, they would have been able to wear their costume without a parka. Here. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but la toussaint is very important, mm-hmm. and and we saw all of the mums uh, being sold in the stores.
0: Uh, Be- <laughs> not mothers being sold in stores. <laughs> These are flowers, folks. Yeah. Chrysanthemums. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Two Saints Day, we sell all the mothers. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, and and um, the cemetery n- near us, the bottom of the of the road. It all the graves are covered in beautiful.
0: Well, remember I told you this yeah. was coming up, and you didn't believe me. But every one of them, and yeah. so so I'm gonna whistle after we're done this. I'm gonna whistle down there, take a couple of pictures of it because we've just had this torrential rain, and it's clearing off. So I want to go take a picture of that because you were saying every grave.
1: Oh yeah. It, it's really colorful, and and you can tell that people really took the day to remember people that have passed and and their significance and what they meant to them, and and I I think that's uh, a really, um, a really good way of of remembering your your loved mm-hmm. ones.
0: Yeah, no, it it really is wonderful. I mean, they really go uh they go big here with. Uh, grave markers,
1: oh, the mausoleum, mausoleum
0: kind of things. Yeah, they've got they, they they do it up big here, and then the plaques and the
1: plaques and the photographs and the mm-hmm. sayings and the yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's uh it, it it was very uh interesting. I I didn't notice it last year, but I probably wasn't aware.
0: No, and now now we are, and we'll get a couple of shots and throw them up on the Facebook page, and you can check that out at Jeff and Julie move to France. So we are uh I, I mentioned it earlier about the darkness, but I, I'm not joking. The, the, oh, yeah the French government has imposed uh, light restrictions on businesses.
1: Yeah, um, shops, offices, associations as of November 1st, um, and, and this varies per per city. okay But in Paris, for example, they'll be obliged to switch off signs and screens after closing. So if you're closing shop at 6 p.m. Right. or 1800 hours, um you will need to turn your display lights off, your computer screens off. What about off. signs? That's coming. Oh, is it? That's coming. Yeah. Ugh. Um and and there are fines. Like if if your store lights are, are left on, you could be fined between 7 150 euros and 1,500 euros. And
0: I was making a joke about this a few podcasts ago, and I still uh, am wondering about the signs, because if you've got an electric sign, you... The whole reason for having an electric sign is so people can see it at night. So I, I'm, I'm still wondering how they're going to... Well,
1: so what they're doing to, for advertising, that kind of stuff, Jeff?
0: Well, even just, yeah, even just your your, your business sign.
1: Yeah, well, they will have to be turned off from 11.45 p.m. to 6 a.m.
0: Okay, that, that makes sense. At least the, the, the time of day where most people might be roaming around in the evening, the sign can be on.
1: The sign can be on, but okay. they can't see the merchandise in the store. So, so some people are kind of they're, – they're wondering if they could not maybe make turning off the lights for displays 1145 as well. So that when they're walking around and the store is closed, they can still see, yeah. oh, that code or that object or –
0: Because uh, the stores often put a lot of money into the presentation of window shopping, yeah. right? And, so. you, and
1: you were making a really good point. It's been hard enough on, on people who have br- yeah. bricks and mortar r- yeah. retailers. It's been hard enough – On them during this whole pandemic, Um, you know, let's not make it harder for them to sell their wares. Exactly. Um, But, but your electric um, signs—that is coming very, very soon—in a month. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that they're not turning off in Paris, for example, is street light, because it would be too dangerous. There are too many people, too many pedestrians, that are walking around after dark, and it it gets dark early now. Yeah. So November, December, and January, um, there are lots of accidents, lots of pedestrian accidents, so they're going to leave. Well,
0: not only that, but the crime. I mean, you know, you turn everything off, and I I think you will see the the crime rate uh, go up, I I, I would believe.
1: But our little commune turns the lights off after people have gone to bed.
0: And they had a review of that, and it's worked.
1: It has worked.
0: And the crime rate hasn't gone up, so, you know. Um, that's, that's good news. So yeah, yeah we'll see how that, that I, I think that's going to be sort of a trial balloon over the next few years to see about how much they can serve, but like how much, what, how much do businesses spend on, on lights and it, stuff? Well,
1: so the price of electricity yes. everywhere has yeah. skyrocketed. Yeah. So it it can be up to 31% of your budget.
0: So oh, just on lights,
1: on lights, on, on utilities. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, you know, the cities are very conscious about this and if if they if they can save a significant amount of of dollars, euros, um then I think it's a good plan.
0: So The Zoom call that I was on yesterday, that I was talking about off the top, uh, was to our latest move and the moving company that was hired. And I just, I don't even know where to start with this. But. um,
1: So we can start with the fact that um, we were going to, and we did um, put the Toronto condo on the market, and it sold. Yes, we're very grateful because we we are conscious that right now, in, in early November, it's uh, it's been very difficult for properties to sell. Another
0: big rate hike and all the stuff that's yeah. going on with it. So, uh, yeah. And our amazing uh, real estate agent, who's a friend and will probably come and visit us one mm-hmm. day, and hopefully we'll, hope ha- so. we'll have some laughs about this, but it's not funny right now. <laughs> no. uh, but she... She did a – Daniela Gold from Harvey Callis just did a great job in selling our condo. But she did so much more. Like she helped prepare it. She staged it. She was there for the – to open up the doors and sort of supervise the move. Um, And she recommended AMJ Campbell uh, International. Uh, to us, as as I guess Harvey Callis is loosely connected with them,
1: right? And we and we were looking for another mover because we did have our first move with our main house coming to France, and we had a problem with that move as well. Um, the problem with that move was that they couldn't deliver the goods to our house. So they dumped everything on the road.
0: And if you want to check out our Facebook page and go way, way back into our first few episodes, you'll see photos of all of our goods sitting out on the road. Thank the Lord, it was a nice day. Uh, but uh, you know, they did a great job of the actual packing. The Canadian side of that move was was really good. It was
1: top notch. Yeah.
0: I got to tell you, I'm really disappointed with the, the, the European movers. And we're, we're going to get into that uh, on on this as well. But this did not start out well. Uh, and uh, I mean, there's I, I hope there's a silver lining because uh, the Zoom call that we had yesterday uh, was very positive And will tell you about that in a second. But I mean, this move started out with Daniela arriving at the condo at the right time. But the movers were two hours late. Mm. And when you're in a condo... It's very important that everybody's on time because the elevators are booked and the elevators are booked for a certain time and then they're opened. It's just that simple because they, you know, and you have to book them way in advance.
1: It's community living. So you've got to be conscious uh, about the the neighbors, the other condo owners. So it's it's a very limited period of time and you've got to get the work done Within that window.
0: And I don't think they got it all done the first day. And then, no. so they had to return. And when they returned, they forgot the entire contents of the locker. And you had sent documentation, including a photo of the locker. Yeah. This is not on Daniela because she's just there to open the door. She's not the mover. And, you know, she feels bad about that, but it's just not her fault, not her problem. Right. And the fact that she was even there is, is a bonus.
1: So let's just give time frame though. This this happened in July. July. so, so before we we actually listed the condo. July. So July, things got packed up in in mid July.
0: July 11th and 12th.
1: Right. In and that area. and so originally the moving company said, "Well, you'll probably get your stuff uh, end of August end first of, of August. September." Yeah, first of September. And fast forward, it's uh, mid October and we still don't have the shipment. Um we finally get word That um, it's going to be delivered on the 28th.
0: When Howard and Randy are here.
1: Right. So I politely say, well, that's not going to work for us because we have other plans. Yeah, we
0: were going to go on a day trip.
1: And the answer was, well, if you are changing your move date, it's going to cost you more money. And so we decided that, okay, you know what? Let's just accept the delivery on the 28th of October, uh, which we did.
0: Now, before we get to how that showed up. The actual packing of the items was, I mean, it w- uh, we have a beautiful um, metal art uh, piece, and it has all these little metal fingers that that kind of go out. you'll you'll see it in the in the photos that we put up on the Facebook page. All of them were bent. Mm-hmm. So we now have to track down. I think we found a guy, but we we have to track down. More work, uh, an, an more art, work. Yeah, more work for us. Uh, a guy who specializes in metal art. Now he creates it. I don't know if he's going to be willing to f- refurbish it, but we're, we'll we'll find out because this is not just grabbing a pair of pliers and cranking everything back. I'm sure. Well, it, you know, it needs heat and the whole thing.
1: So, the truck arrives. Yes. Uh, one person. <laughs> He's in the truck.
0: And I'm thinking, similar to what happened in 2020, oh, I see. The, the truck driver is going to show up and then there's going to be uh, another truck of, of the crew. And so he comes in and I go, is, is the crew right behind you? No, it's just me. He's Dutch. Yeah, they were Dutch. Uh, he was Dutch. He, by the way, and I'm not going to call uh, Patrick out because he did. He a, did the
1: best he could. Did the
0: very best you he know, could.
1: His company completely.
0: Dropped the ball. Left
1: him in an untenable situation.
0: Yeah, you know what? You're putting a guy like that really in harm's way. You know, yeah. because now, fortunately, I handled it well because he handled it well. Yes, um, he was very helpful, uh, very apologetic. But you're really putting a guy who's driving a truck and schlepping gear in and out of a house in a really bad position. And and, he, and shame on you for that. And, and that's the the company. That's Schmidt. That's Schmidt from the Netherlands. So so
1: he, so he is sweating profusely, and and carrying couches, trying well, to and and you and, and me and you and. Howard, well, who is sick.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm telling Howard, do not pick up anything heavy. The last thing I needed yeah. is for him to come to France <laughs> and me ruin his back and his golf game. I'd never hear the end of it. So uh, I said, don't be picking up anything heavy. So he was just, you know, moving some boxes, but I had to pick up sideboards and marble tables. And, it, you know, uh, that's not it, what it, we paid no, for. Not
1: a, no, we're, we're, you know, of a certain age. Yeah. We paid a respectable price for the services, which weren't. Delivered on poor Randy's. She's 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 the marker. She's the one who was taking down note of all the items that had been delivered, and and I was opening things up to see what had been damaged. Um, you know, the big screen TV, smashed, it's destroyed, smashed. So we had the experience of, of seeing a, a company package things well for an international move. This was so subpar. I, yeah. I, I it was. It, I, I mean, I, I was beside myself.
0: The, the company in 2020 put all of our marble in wooden, like two by fours, with plywood crates which they made custom Mm -hmm. and this marble was packed in bubble wrap and
1: and flimsy cardboard
0: flimsy cardboard anyway so uh the, the good news uh i will say is that uh we had a very good call yesterday a very good zoom call with everybody at amj international in toronto and uh they were extremely contrite extremely apologetic and what i really liked about the call yesterday no excuses, I hate excuses. I just hate them
1: yeah they they owned the situation, yeah. uh could not deny that this was a catastrophe, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really was. And, and and are working very hard to make things right.
0: So, you know, to to, uh, to Marcel and Cody, uh, much appreciated. Uh, I, I know they're going to come through for us and figure this all out. I mean, some of it, as I said yesterday on the call, is indelible. I mean, you know, we're, we're just not going to get the, the experience back here. But uh, th- they they felt really bad because th- this is a company that specializes in big moves and quality and, moves. And has
1: a really good reputation. I know.
0: And. and and um, I, I, let's hope this is a, an outlier, a one-off, and and we can follow up with the next podcast talking about how great their after-move service was. You know, I mean, that's what I'm hoping uh, because they were very, very – and it, they, it it was definitely sincere on the phone call, very sincere. So I thank them for that. Uh, it was a very uh, calm phone call. We just got all the facts out. I mean, we, we do have a lot of damage here, though. We do have a lot of damage that yeah. we have to deal with, and they are going to, uh, you know, and we have insurance, obviously, so they're going to deal with that and and put the claim in for us, so that we don't have a lot to do there. So anyway, um, you know, it's uh,
1: just it, it's just international moves. Uh, I, I think are are much more complex logistically. There were some basics that weren't covered on this one. Which made matters a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the good news is that we don't have any more properties to sell, <laughs> and we don't have any more stuff to. Oh yeah, we had, do have one more shipment coming. That's right. Because the locker the, shipment. They
0: forgot the locker, and that that that's still sitting in Toronto. So uh, Marcel um, made a note to get rolling on that. So it will be. It's mainly boxes, though, right? Am I right?
1: Uh n- no, there's electronic gear.
0: Oh boy. Okay. Well, let's let's just hope that uh, yeah, there's some more studio stuff coming. Yeah. Let's just hope that they get that all figured out because now they still they still have access to it, so they're going to go over there and make sure that it has in fact been packed properly, and then they'll they'll ship it over here. It's no huge uh, urgency on that one. I'd rather get it. I'd rather get it here intact than in one
1: piece. Then, than than early. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: All right, on next week's podcast, uh, we hope to be able to report some good news from AMJ, uh, who clearly want to make this uh, terrible move right.
1: And hopefully, we'll have another French adventure to tell you about. If we can find anything that's open.
0: That's that's right, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much for listening. It's Jeff and Julie moved to France during a global pandemic.
1: À très vite